this time I'm what 19, 20 years old, and you are being asked to do something, you know, and go places and and possibly put yourself on the line, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the scary thought, you know. Yeah. And and anybody who tells you it's not, anybody who tells you they're not scared or anything, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not, then you're not human, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be, and, and you must be because it, it's what makes you, it, what heightens your senses. It, what, it's what makes you, uh, why are you there in the first place? If you're not, you have, don't have concern for yourself or others around you. you know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, that's actually a good question, Luca, because it's like, like there are a lot of physical difficulties, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that mental one that I go back to again. It's that mental one. It's like, hey, we we don't we don't know what where tomorrow is going to be. Alpha relations driving change forward. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Alex, and I'm joined today with. Luca. Oh. oh. Okay, Alan. <laughs> Take that spotlight for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm joined with Luca and Alan. Yes. So our guest joining us today is a part of the Alpha family, and he's actually been with us from the very beginning of our journey. So he's been doing most of his work from behind the scenes, but we decided that it's time to bring him into the limelight. Mm -hmm. So we are very excited to introduce Jay Jackson. Woohoo! Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I appreciate having you. Uh, I'm wonderful. And how are you guys today? Pretty good. Very good. good. Pretty good. I'm a little bit peckish. I'm not going to lie, but like, (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Hey, hey, hold it together. This is our first international guest, and you two are just it all over. It is our first international guest. That's big. That's huge, actually. That is very. I'm big. very impressed by the professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. Uh, our good sir Jay, where where are you coming out from? Where are we talking to you two right now? Where are you from? Uh, I, I live in California. Um, anybody who lives in uh, in the states is gonna see that I don't have that kind of accent, but I'm originally from Georgia, and <laughs> Georgia. so I'm a, I'm from the South. But uh, I moved to California uh, several years ago, back in 2002. Wow. Okay, so it's been a while, like almost 20 years then, practically. Almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's huge. Wow. Love that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, how did you meet us? Well, uh, I met you guys through Alex. Uh, we met last year. It's been close to a year ago. It's almost yep. a year ago. Uh, right around the time that the shutdown started in California. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking a 10-week break from work. They, they would pay me and everything, luckily, but uh, I didn't have too much to do. So my younger brother asked me if I would get this game that he was playing called Animal Crossing. Ooh, and uh, like most games that my brother wants me to play with him, he does for about two weeks and then he stops. So. <laughs> but uh, but me and uh, Alex actually met through that game and we started like helping each other out in there and just kind of mostly enjoying each other's company. It's like, hey, we have literally nothing else to do. So that's what we were doing. And, um, but then uh, 
not long after that, you know, we started uh, talking a little bit more and we became friends, you know, and uh, we don't even play the game anymore. So, you know, it's, although we met through that wonderful, you know, game that everybody was playing, mm-hmm. uh, they had nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, we kind of started uh, talking about other things. She learned about my artwork and everything through various Animal Crossing stuff that we would share on Discord and everything. And, mm-hmm. and she told me what, what you guys were up to and uh, looking to put together. And so naturally, I wanted to be involved. I wanted to help you guys because it, I know it can be kind of difficult when you're first starting out, you know, getting people into the marketing uh, bit. And so that's kind of what happened. And of course, through her, I met you guys. And I think it's been really fun. Uh, most unlikely of ways to meet somebody, but it's been really a, a fun, a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Yay! That's good. No. no, you said it. You said it. Like, like all, like very unlikely how everything has come to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the night when we had we had picked the logo, we had a name, and Alex goes, "Guys, give me a second. I'm gonna talk to a friend of mine." got a bit of experience you know designing a thing or two when it comes down to uh you know logos and graphics uh, graphic design i was like oh mm-hmm. like it was just like right on the fly it's like and like mm-hmm. it, it, it takes one to know one and there you were and you you just you worked your magic within a couple of minutes i'm just thinking okay we'll give the guy a couple of days you know yeah. what, what, <laughs> and when, like minutes later alex goes like boom yeah you know, there's jay's work he just, i'm like wow mm-hmm. yeah. you know and right here right here my good sir that's that, that's your proud work right there. You know, this is us. You know, so Jay, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wear mine; it's super comfortable. I love Aren't it. they? Yeah. No. Just to go back and to explore, you said something really interesting there, Jay. You know, I mean, you said you know how like it, it's difficult for people for startups, anybody that's ever wanted to do something. I mean, online in this case as well, and to grow, whether it be a brand, an idea, what have you. Um, that there's that uh, there's that initial challenge, right, to getting the wheels rolling. So what I want to ask you is. Like what, uh, like just to get more specific for yourself and uh, who you are as a person, you know, and your values, like what, what propelled you to truly help out Alpha in that moment, you know, besides being friends with Alex and seeing like how you, you seem to be like a genuinely like nice person and to continue to help us out to this very day. Well, uh, I'm always happy to be involved in different projects. I think you guys have a really great message. You know, you're very much about self-help and I'm a big believer in that. Uh, also, you know, you guys are really easy to deal with, you know, easy to continue to work with. And, uh, and again, like when you're just starting out, it can be very difficult to find the right people to work with. And I think you've guys have been very resourceful seeing as how, you know, making meaningful connections is more difficult now than it was even a year ago, you know, Mm -hmm. but the fact that you guys have actually been able to bring on some of these guests and, and work together and, and turn out these, uh, podcasts, uh, you know, it's, it's a credit to your work ethic, you know, and I enjoy uh, being around and working with people who, who have that same mindset that I do, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, like, I know that, you know, I, I can pretty much time and I know I'm going to get a text from Alex, you know, <laughs> like, 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 I know it's going to happen. There's never going to be like, Oh, we're late this week or uh, no, it's, Hey, you know, this is what we got. And this is, you know, this is when we're going to put it out. And can you have it by this day? Yep, absolutely. You got it. And so it's, uh, it's, it really is a credit to, to you guys being able to, you know, you have that thought, you, this is what I want to do and we're doing it, you know, and, and I really appreciate that. And 
it, like I said, you guys are the easiest clients in the world. So <laughs> we have stuff already kind of in the works and, mm-hmm. and it's really easy to do this stuff when you're working with people who are like, okay, well, I trust your judgment, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that. it's super easy. Nice. That's good. It's actually really funny because there are so many times where I'm telling the guys, I'm like, oh my God, I have to message Jay again. I feel so bad. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel like we're constantly messaging you and stuff, which is why recently I started sending Jay videos on Instagram instead of just messaging him because I'm like, it's more personal this way. And I'm not just a bot <laughs> being like, do this for me, please. <laughs> uh, it's funny because uh, <laughs> you guys are very thoughtful when it comes to that stuff. I'll get clients who are like, you know, they'll, they'll want me to change the color of something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll change the color. And then I'm like, okay, well now change the font. Well, why couldn't you just tell me to change both of those at the same time? You know? <laughs> like, uh, but no, you, you guys really, it's very easy to work with. Uh, always been a pleasure to, to do work for you because I know that it's, I know that it's being, you know, used. I know it's being appreciated and uh, you can't ask for better than that when it comes to people that you're, you're working with. You know? Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's true. It's the Canadian in us. Yeah, that's it. Hey, hundred <laughs> percent. Just, just tell it like it is, Alex. You know, that's how we be. You know, um, that's fantastic, Jay. And you know, here we've been. I mean, discussing it. We've talked about a little bit. Uh, you know, graphic design, uh, your art, your passion. So why don't you just tell you know us and you know those who are listening out there what exactly it is uh, that uh, you do. So my actual job has nothing to do with graphic art. Uh, As part I, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still fun. I, I actually do asset protection. So okay. I, uh, I work for a large company and uh, I prevent theft. Oh, uh, wow. Internal and external. It's great because I don't like it when people do bad things. And so I get <laughs> to prevent those things from happening. Uh it is interesting how I got into loss prevention. I was a military contractor beforehand. And what we would do is we do a lot of traveling. And so I decided I wanted to be home. I wanted to be close with my daughter and I didn't want her to have to see me gone every six months. So I decided to take a job that would be more local. And I actually couldn't have picked a better, uh, better one because I get to come home every day. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, while I am working, I get to have the most fun I ever had since I got out of the military, which I, I loved very much. I miss it to this day, but mm-hmm. this is a lot of fun. And, and it's something that I get, I get to put the pieces together. I get to do investigations. I get to see yeah. what people are doing. I get to notice behaviors in people. And so I think that those things are very interesting and it's, it, it makes for a lot of good stories, especially when you get among other people who've done that job, you know, and, uh, that we're always telling stories about weird, uh, weird theft attempts. You oh, know? oh, what's uh, a- any any juicy details that you can, uh, sure. you can, you can spare here? Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 it won't give me in trouble. <laughs> Say what you can. Say what you if you can. Um, well, we do have a lot of situations where uh, it, it really just depends. Okay, I have to get voluntary compliance. So if if somebody steals something, I have to make sure that while I'm not being physical with them, I have to convince them to, to do that, to give mm-hmm. it back to me. And I found recently we've had to change the way that we do things because of the COVID situation. I can't just go out and stop them. Mm-hmm. So I'll, uh, I found that if I find out, if, if I see them do it and I go talk to them immediately after, 
that they know they're caught and the look on, you know, look on their face and like, uh, dude, it's in, it's in your left pocket. I, like I literally saw you, you know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know, we'll, we'll take that to the card if you want to, but I mean, I'm just trying to get the stuff back. Oh, okay, fine. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, it's like, Hey, can I buy it at least? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, go, yeah, sure. go ahead and buy it. I'll just stand right on top of you while you do it. You know? <laughs> um, but I mean, it, it's, it, there's, Honestly, a lot of it is just kind of maintaining uh, safety and just making sure that you know, because people can can do you, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, mm-hmm. but you'll get in the situation where, you know, hey, this guy ain't going to do anything. So I'm like, hey, give me that stuff back. Uh, oh, you know what? By the way, just go buy it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to take it and you go, on, you go ahead and you spend your money on it. Mm-hmm. And then they might return it later, you know, but it, that's kind of like an alpha move. It's like, hey, um, you know, you're, you're not going to steal from us and I'm going to make you purchase it. You know? <laughs> so it really just depends on the situation. But you got to be careful and stuff like that. It's not all funny games. Sometimes people want to fight you. Sure. You know, sometimes people want to run and uh, you just have to make sure that not only you, but everybody else involved is uh, is safe. And, and, you know, my my boss, my former boss used to tell me we sell we sell socks here you know do you really want to get into any kind of craziness over some socks i don't i don't want to die over some socks you know (laughs) and so uh so that that's kind of the mentality that i've kept you know i do like to do things uh like mess with them a little bit sometimes but for the most part i i like to maintain because they tell you don't get angry in this business you know uh just if they're gonna get it they're gonna get it so just you know, so just just do what you got to. I mean, people it drives them crazy. The, some of the associates that work with me because it's like, how can you be so like nonchalant about it? I was like, that ain't your stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it. It's all good. But uh, but no, I mean, for the most part, it it it, it can there can be some boring days, but it, it gets it can get pretty wild, especially during the holiday season, stuff like that. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I didn't even know there was. I mean, there was such a service, and all this is—it's licensed by the municipality, by the government, or how's that work? So we actually are funded through the company. Okay. And so it, we're treated third party, but we really work straight for the company. And so uh, we do work with uh, law enforcement. We do work within the court system and stuff like that. Uh, but no, I mean, there's a lot of companies. It just depends on the situation. I live in California and there's a great deal of theft. Um, and so a job like mine is always going to be needed in a place like, like California. So, uh, it just depends on, you know, we have to do, we have to control what's called shrink in the store, which is by definition, the difference between what we have in the store and what's on the books, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we have to just ensure that, the internal and external theft. And there's also procedural error as well. Like if somebody breaks something, like say an associate breaks something on the floor and they just throw it away in the trash can. Well, that's actually procedurally unsound. Uh, They should be taking it and marking that item out of stock because that, what that says in the computer is, Hey, we did have that item, but it broke, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not just a theft thing. It's more of like a, we need to make sure that everybody's procedurally making sure everything's correct. And so it's a, so it's not all bad guys and, you know, uh, running people down in the parking lot and stuff like that. There is, there is actually a, a more mundane uh, procedural piece to it that that is also important. Right. Damn. I mean, companies want to protect their assets, and mm-hmm. and sense. that's kind of you know where somebody like me. There, there are always going to be people like me. 
uh, mostly behind the scenes though. And so it's going to be, you know, kind of like I'm with you guys, you know, <laughs> I'm there. I'm always there. I'm just behind the scenes. That's true. You know, but uh, you're, you're doing a great job, you know, that's it. That's for sure. That's really that's- interesting. I didn't know the full extent of your job. So this is, this is news to me as well. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And so, and was, here we are, you know, is there is there some type of like link to how this may have led into graphic design or is that something you always wanted to do so to, to, to tell us about that oh no i've been into art my whole life oh, wow. uh, when i was younger my dad he used to work at a paper mill and he would bring paper home and that would entertain me you know uh this was before we had all the stuff that we have now you know mm-hmm. all the entertainment stuff everybody's overloaded on entertainment these days. But when I was a kid, it wasn't that way. So uh, that's kind of how I kept where, where I was entertained. I I would draw and, you know, as technology evolved, I did as well. Um, I would use, I would start using Photoshop and stuff like that on the computer. But, uh, you know, it's always been an interest of mine. I've always felt like I'm in my happy place when I'm doing uh, artwork and it's just easier now. I can just kind of sit at my desk and and either sketch something or um, you know draw something on the computer. I'll do things that well, they never see the light of day, but I'm enjoying it. So mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, I've done uh, logo branding, which is really kind of my my main thing. I enjoy the most. But I've done you know other types of branding, business cards. I've designed tattoos for people. Oh, wow. uh, cool. Right now, I'm involved in a book club where we're reading all the Star Wars books, and I'm doing stuff for those guys over there. Hey, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, and it's great because uh, th- there's this guy who put this together on TikTok, and and he's like, "Hey, let's read all the books." And I'm like, "Okay, well, there's a lot of books, you know." And so, <laughs> but, I've, but I've never, I've never read any of them, but I have an interest in Star Wars, so I'm like, you know, what? I should read more. So maybe if I'm in a group of people, it can be motivating, and and it is. And but of course, I find myself doing graphic design stuff for them, and but it's a lot of fun, you know. And uh, I always have something going on. Uh, sometimes I'll take long breaks, uh, but I always come back to it. It's something that's always going to be a part of me. Mm-hmm. Nice, that's awesome. Nice, nice. Mm. And uh, actually, you know, I've said enough. I'm sorry. Like I actually took I mean a <laughs> Luca's question there beforehand, if we're being completely honest. So Luca, uh when you're ready, buddy, go right yeah, for I was, it. I was gonna follow up if you have any like upcoming projects for graphic design that maybe you're excited about. Like other than uh, maybe the alpha stuff, because for sure we're gonna have a lot more projects coming up with you, but um just on your own time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys have the easy stuff. Um <laughs> I actually have a project I've been working on for several years. I'm uh, writing and illustrating. It's uh it's about baseball and I'm an American. I love baseball, you know, and, uh, but it is the documentation of every uniform that they've ever worn, uh, from 1900. Wow. I've spent several years, uh, researching the project. Uh, the, there's a guy who wrote a book, uh, back in the early nineties. Uh, I'd been in touch with him, uh, uh, about it. And, you know, it's, it's something that's going to take up probably the rest of my life because obviously, you know, they're, they're always going to have new uniforms and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But what I'm trying to get it to a point is where I can actually put some stuff on like on, on like a digital museum type thing. There is something that the baseball hall of fame has, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's very incomplete. So what I'd like to do is continue to work on that project, which I've 
I've been doing for several years and uh, get it to a point to where I can actually show my work. Uh, it's awesome. something that it's, it's been a passion project of mine. And it's the thing that it's the thing that I'm remembered for, you know, when I'm when I'm gone 50 years, 100 years from now, you know, mm. uh, that's the thing that I'm going to be remembered for is this thing. And uh, I'm looking very forward to actually putting it out there for the world to see. But it's not done. But when it is, everybody's going to know. I don't know if you guys are being into baseball, but it's just something I'm super passionate about. I've always loved it. That's another thing, you know, art and baseball. Mm -hmm. That's two things that I've always had a love for in my life. And so I've kind of decided to put the two together and and uh, and work on that. But this is, you know, it's not an announcement of any sort. It's just something that I have been working on for years and I'm going to continue to do so. Jay, regardless, we're going to give you a solid plug at the end here. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, for real. That's though. wonderful. Did you play baseball growing up? Yes, I did. Uh, I played, obviously, the Little League. And then uh, I played some adult league over here in California, but mm -hmm. I stopped because I kept getting hurt. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I had one situation where I thought I'd hit a home run, and I ended up not hitting the home run. So I ended up on second base, and then – uh, one play later, I'm I'm running home and I actually break my hand <laughs> uh, oh, running oh, home. And I, I smash into the catcher and break my hand. My friends still make fun of me for that. <laughs> like, oh, you, you thought you hit that home run? You're like, I was like a foot away from it. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. You know, had I had I actually run out the box, I would have ended up on third base. I would have mm. never had a broken hand. But oh yeah, they still make fun of me about that. But I don't, <laughs> I don't play know anymore uh i'm i've gotten to the point to where i'm i'm comfortable not uh being sore every friday night fair enough um but uh, it's uh it's something that i have loved my whole life i played a little bit when i was in the uh when i was in the military we played some when we were on deployment and stuff like that it's 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 a purely uh, american thing to just figure out a way to play baseball no matter where you're at <laughs> so, but uh but yeah i did play i was not uh, good enough, obviously, to play Major League Baseball, but I still have uh, such a love for the game and and its history. Nice, that's favorite awesome. Te favorite team? Oh. Atlanta Braves. I'm Atlanta from Georgia, Braves. so I'm always going to be. Now, I will add, uh, I'm a little still a little peeved with the uh, Canadians because in 1992. The Toronto Blue Jays did beat the Braves in the World Series. Uh, so. oh, okay. <laughs> now, granted, I was only ten years old when it happened, but those things carry on. Yeah. Hey, hey no, no sweat about it. I mean, we weren't even born yet, so you know. Nope. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't blame you personally, but it did happen. And it, did happen, <laughs> and it happened to get my team. So. We're but, from Montreal, though, so. It's true. We had the Expos at Toronto. the time. You mm -hmm. had the Expos, and and uh, you know I. I I hated to see that happen, but every time baseball goes back to Montreal and they play exhibition games there, it's always a huge crowd. So yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I think I feel like that Montreal is eventually going to get a team back uh, at some point. Um, I mean, it, it compounded by the fact that the, they went to Washington D.C. and I I hate that team in its current <laughs> form. I don't like the Nationals at all, but uh, but yeah, I do hope for at some point that uh that montreal does get a team again because it's just so popular there when they do get uh a game mm -hmm. nice here's hoping that'd be nice i'd be down to see you know again i've never been to an official baseball game before 
I mean, mm-hmm. I, I seem to be playing in my neighborhood and whatnot, but I, I think it's a completely different experience, you know, being there at the stadium, you know, thousands of other fans and just seeing the whole thing unfold be, you know, before your eyes. You know, I don't know what it's like, but I, I'm interested. You know, mm-hmm. Baseball in person is wonderful. I, yeah. I'd always thought that football is better watched on television, but baseball is better watched in person. I think a lot of people share that. Same. I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see that. Mm-hmm. You, you've talked you've talked like a little bit now about mil- the, the military and being um, deployed a few times here and there. Um, I just wanted to ask a little bit, like, what does the military mean to you? Well, I uh, really enjoyed my service and it it's something that if I could do it all over again, I, the only thing I would change is uh, getting out. Uh, I had to get out because I got hurt. I had mm-hmm. a knee surgery and in the Marines it's one of those things where it's not the same as some of the other branches of military in the Marines. They're like, Hey, you got hurt. You got to go, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you have to be at your physical peak when you're in the Marines. And so, so that ended up having uh, an impact on me. I, I didn't want to get out and I was, I was upset that I had to, I was one of those guys. Like if, if I was physically sound, I'd still be there, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd still be doing it. Uh, I think service is important and not, it's not for everybody, but for everybody that considers it, it's, it's a true honor. And it's something that I would never uh, take back. It's one of the, it's one of the more uh, proud moments of my life is, is being able to serve my country and, and do these things. You know, I've traveled the world uh, and, and been to so many places. One of the places when I was a kid that I always wanted to go was Japan and I got mm. to go because wow. I was in the military, you know, oh, wow. it's just a beautiful place. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been to some less desirable places too, but, but really getting to visit Europe and getting to visit Asia and stuff like that. Those are just, those are memories I'm going to have forever. And, and those are places that I'm going to hold dear to my heart mm-hmm. forever. And, uh, you know, the friendships that you develop and, and it's really like a, a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it's, it's one thing I, I couldn't recommend highly higher, higher, if, if for anybody who's actually considering uh, such a thing, I mean, it, not everybody's going to have the wonderful experience that I had and it wasn't always, you know, roses and, and everything, but that's the nature of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you got to take the good with the bad and you got to be able to be mentally, uh, tough. Uh, I think more than physically, everybody goes to the physical, especially when it comes to the United States Marines, but really it's, it's a mental game. And mm-hmm. if you're able to kind of say, look, you know, these guys are doing this, but they, you know, they want to build me up. They want to make me a better person. They, they want to prepare me for things that I'm not ready for yet. And so you have that mentality and you're able to succeed. And I was, I was good at it. I, mm-hmm. um, it, I just fit, you know, there's some stuff that you know that you're going to be great at. And that's one of those things. Mm. And it really worked out for me. And, uh, and you know, I miss it every single day. I miss it, but I am proud to say that I, I was able to do that for as little time as I was. I was in it for six years. And again, I would still be there. You know, I would be in my 18th year now if, in fact, I was able to stay. Wow. But uh, it it means a lot to, you know, the short answer. It means a great deal to me. Well, thank you for your service, even though I'm not from the States. (laughs) (laughs) It's still appreciated. That's incredible. And so like you were just saying, you, you've traveled the world. So you were, you, you were part of the uh, how's the structure that I mean, you, you have like a part time, like reservist or a full time, like what was your engagement like? 
So I was active duty full time. Okay. Uh, and actually, that's how I ended up in California. So, mm-hmm. a little bit of a funny story. Um, oh, we're all about I, funny stories. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, so they give you, uh, they call it a dream sheet, but what it is is it, it's a list of locations that you would like to go uh, mm. when you're. So I'm in. At this point, I'm in California because I'm in my communications school. That's what I did. I, I was a communicator in the Marines. And so they give you – they say, hey, look, pick the top three places that you want to go. And so I chose – my first place I chose was North Carolina uh, because it was closest to home. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I figured, okay – and my best friend was actually stationed in North Carolina at the time. So I said, okay, so North Carolina, the next place I wanted to go was Japan. And then Hawaii was the other one. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe one of these three, I ended up getting California and, uh, I almost cried when I found out <laughs> I, didn't be, I did not want to be in California. Uh, and I, I'll never forget that day. I felt horrible. Uh, but I mean, everything works out. Mm-hmm. I ended up in a wonderful unit with great friends and all the stuff that we got to do. And I actually ended up going to all three of those other places, just not for the Marines. Wow. <laughs> I ended up doing that as a contractor. Okay. Now mm-hmm. uh, in Japan, I did go with that unit, mm-hmm. but we did what's called a unit deployment program where they send you over there for six months and you just live there and you train there and stuff like that. So, I mean, I got to see all kinds of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Mount Fuji. Um, I spent time in Okinawa, um, Thailand, the Philippines, uh, you know, it's just a, it was just a wonderful experience. Uh, Alex yeah. is mind blown right now. Oh. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, you speak it's, Japanese? It's, no, actually they make it, they make it very difficult for you because they're so accommodating when it oh, comes to, okay. you know, they speak a lot of English over there and mm-hmm. they're super accommodating. So I didn't learn as much Japanese as I did like Thai because in, in, in Thailand, uh, they're very, uh, they're very wonderful people, but they don't speak a lot of English. And mm-hmm. so I, I actually learned more Thai than I did Japanese because everybody would speak to you in English. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, Hey, you're an American. I'm going to speak to you in English. I'm like, well, that's great, but I can't, you know, I can't learn your language this way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were on Okinawa. And so Okinawa is just a small Island in the Southern part of Japan. So uh, they, again, uh, all of them spoke English. So even the street vendors and everything like that, I mean, you know, if, if you haven't had yakisoba from a Japanese street vendor, then you're missing out the best part of your life because <laughs> it's just it's some good stuff, uh, that street vendor food. That sounds pretty good to me. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, just sign me up. It's wonderful. It's, just, it's pretty much just noodles and, oh. and like chicken or shrimp or whatever. You know, it's but it, I mean, they pack a lot of noodles in that little box. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Like, my gosh, like, I mean, this is wow. the beauty of it. Like, I mean, like you just, you have no idea who you're going to meet or talk to in life, but when you do, it's just, everyone has something, you know, just so unique about themselves. And when you put it out there and sh- sharing like you are now, you know, it's just like, wow. You know? And you could clearly see like, just by judging off of like Alex's reactions alone <laughs> here, you know, just like, like, wow. Just like, it's mind blowing. It's so cool. It, is. it really it is. is I don't want to hog a, you know, the, the next question here, but one one quick thing is just I'm really fascinated about what's the the one most significant takeaway, you know, life lesson that you got from your time uh, in the military as well as contracting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question, actually. Um, 
because I, I, I took so much mm-hmm. from those experiences. And uh, I think the main thing, because again, I've, I've harped on the fact that I miss it so much and, and, and I love it uh, so much. I, I think it's just appreciate what it is that you have, you know, you don't know when, what it is you love that that's going to end, you know, one day you're not going to be doing that stuff anymore that you just was a huge part of your life. And, and I think the best thing you can do is appreciate uh, what you have and not just in uh, your professional life, but your personal one too. And, and your, your friends and your family and everything, because you just don't know uh, when those days are going to come to an end. And, and uh, I was very fortunate to have some really good friends and family. You know, my family is very supportive of me uh, going over and, and doing these things. And, you know, although you don't always get the support that I had, you know, you do have your friends and your, and your you know, in the units and stuff like that with you. So <laughs> I think that's probably a, a really the best takeaway because I'm not part of that life anymore. And, uh, you know, part of the reason I think that I was contracting after my time in the military is because I was, I, I got to be near it. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't a Marine anymore, but I got to teach those guys, you know, mm-hmm. my last contract in Hawaii, I was there for seven months and I got to be on the Marine Corps base every single day with, with guys and just talk about doing that stuff, you know? And, yeah. and it was, uh, it was like, I was there still. It was like I was in uniform with them and mm-hmm. I wasn't, but it felt like it. And so I think that, being able to detach myself from that now. And for a good reason, you know, I, I left that life because I wanted to be near my, my daughter and be able to see her grow up. And so, so I think, uh, being able to say goodbye to that and and really be able to say, Hey, you know what, you, you got to move on with your life. You know, this, this was you, but this isn't you anymore. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I can still appreciate those things and not be a part of it anymore. And it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at now and I'm happy with, uh, what the future looks like for me. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. Like yeah. r- really good, really big, you know, and I, I felt that nice. Mm-hmm. What were some of, what were some of like your hardest days you think on the job? What is one of the hardest things about being part of the Marines and that, and well, that line of work? I'll tell you what, uh, there's a lot of, there, there's definitely a lot of physical stuff. It's not fun waking up at 5 a.m. I mean, you know, especially during, uh, I think it's the not knowing part. Uh, we used to say, uh, let's hurry up and wait, which means we get everything ready to go. And then we don't know where we're going to go yet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when we got called for the deployment to go over to, uh, to, uh, Iraq in 2003. And I made this joke that, you know, everywhere we went, we, so we got to the airport. I was like, oh, this is just a drill. You know, mm. we got on the plane. We, we landed in Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, this is still a drill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a drill until we got to Kuwait. You know, we get to Kuwait and they're like, hey, we're in country now. You know, this ain't a drill anymore. And uh, wow. and so it's it's kind of like, you know, everybody up at the top knows what's going on. But the little peons at the bottom like us, we don't know. <laughs> and mm. so, uh, you know, I was a new guy back then. And so um, I didn't start uh, really understanding you know, the, the military machine, I guess you could say until, until a little bit after that. But, um, I guess it's just the not knowing. And then you go in there at this time, I'm what, 19, 20 years old and you are being asked to do something 
you know, and go places and, and possibly put yourself on the line. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the scary thought, you know, yeah. and, and anybody who tells you it's not, anybody who tells you they're not scared or anything, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not, then you're not human, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be, and, and you must be because it, it's what makes you, it, what heightens your senses. It what, it's what makes you, uh, why are you there in the first place? If you're not, you have, don't have concern for yourself or others around you. you know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, that's actually a good question, Luca, because it's like, like there are a lot of physical difficulties, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that mental one that I go back to again. It's that mental one. It's like, hey, we we don't we don't know what where tomorrow is going to be. You know, yeah. we, we don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so, um, I, I'll tell you one thing about deployment. And this is weird because uh, you know I was part of the initial the initial run into Iraq in two thousand three, and we're cut off from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Super Bowl happened a week after we got to uh, in the country, and we didn't know who won until after we got back. And wow. so it's stuff like that, but like, you know, those are, those are weird things. You were completely cut off from civilization yeah. and a little bits and pieces come through. Like we didn't know who won the Super Bowl, but when Mr. Rogers passed, you know, everybody's at that time, childhood hero, you know, from Mr. Rogers neighborhood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you know, when he passed everybody, you know, they told us about it because they're like, Oh, everybody at that point, you know, we're all teens you know and mr rogers have been a big part of everybody's life you know Mm -hmm. and so uh, we grew up on him and so when he passed everybody knew that that happened in 2003 but there were other pieces of information we didn't know what our reception would be when we got home we didn't know how people would receive us and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that those things creep up into your mind you know Mm -hmm. and uh so the deployment parts are pretty difficult uh, because you don't know how everybody's going to react and you don't know where you're going to be tomorrow and you don't know how things are going to, how things are going to turn out. You don't know if your buddies are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are, it's all a mental thing. Uh, the physical stuff is going to be there. Obviously you're there uh, for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. because physically you can handle that stuff. But the, the mental one is I think something that now people are starting to look at more, but especially, you know, mainly before my time, you know, during the Vietnam era and stuff like that, they didn't take that seriously. Mm-hmm. The way that, that everybody does now, mm-hmm. uh, they look at they take the the mental stuff very seriously today, and I, I can appreciate that. Wow, uh, Jay, like I'm not gonna lie, like I mean, just oh, re- recording this is just like I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mind blown, really. Real. Yeah, no, 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 just like I mean, your your experiences and your stories is just like, <whistles> oh. mm-hmm. goddamn, goddamn, that's wild, fascinating, oh. honestly. Yeah. yeah oh it is it is it is um so you've mentioned a few times now that you have a daughter and you didn't want to be away from your daughter and all that stuff so would you like to talk a little bit about her and what being a parent is like uh sure yeah uh well she's believe it or not a freshman in high school wow uh yeah she's uh she's wonderful uh like a lot of students she's trying to figure out the whole distance learning thing Mm -hmm. um now I can say that I was much more of a headache to my parents than she is to me. And so <laughs> I'm so happy about that. Um, she's very easygoing. Actually, she's a good kid. Um, she's actually very creative herself. Uh, and I don't think that part had much to do with me. I think that that's just how she is naturally. She, she's good at writing. Um, everything she tries, she's really good at. It's just that she's in that phase right now where she has to figure that part out. What is it that she wants to do? And so 
mm -hmm. trying to make it to where um, it's like, okay, well, when you're ready to figure that part out, I'm there, but I'm not going to, you know, I've seen a lot of parents and, you know, I don't tell people how to parent, you know, so that's mm -hmm. on them. But mm -hmm. I've seen where a lot of parents will really try to, especially, you know, growing up playing sports, uh, there are parents who will kind of, hey, I don't really want to play sports anymore. No, you play it, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and stuff like that. And I don't want to be that. You know, my daughter was in jujitsu for a, a period of time and she was really good at it, but mm -hmm. she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. And as a former student athlete myself, um, my parents were all very supportive, but I wanted to I wanted to do those things that wasn't ever forced upon me. And I enjoyed it because mm -hmm. of it. And I didn't want her to be put in a position where she didn't want to do it anymore. So I, I, when she wanted to stop doing that, I let her, you know, um, mm -hmm. because at some point she'll probably pick it up again. You know, she'll realize, hey, you know, this is actually, I'm, you know, I'm good at this stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, but, you know, she's one of those kids. Uh, I wasn't good at everything I tried and she is. So I'm a little jealous, but <laughs> she'll figure that part out and she'll figure out what she wants to do. And and um and that'll be that'll be her thing, you know. I hope that she does get a little bit more into writing because she's good at that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that'll be that'll be a good path for her. Her uncle, my youngest brother, he did uh, when he was in college. He took journalism, mm -hmm. and so now he works for a uh, a news station in Montana. Oh, nice. And so if she followed a path kind of like that, that would be interesting, I mm -hmm. think, because. Um, he's not a good writer, and so he was able to do that. <laughs> and, so, and so, imagine somebody who can actually write being in that class. <laughs> That's but, uh, but but no, she's great. She's she's the joy of my life, and uh, and you know, again, that's why I that's why I wanted to to stay here and and do the the job that I am doing now. I could be out and enjoying, you know, Dubai or you know, some place like that, some exotic place. But I want I want her to be able to say, you know what, my dad was there for me and uh and he came home every day and uh and I think that's important. I think she's gonna remember those things years from now. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's beautiful. It's like you you know the goal, you know the vision at hand and where it's gonna be and you're part of that process. Mm -hmm. And and I mean to be fair, she's very easy to parent. Mm, you know? Nice. She's She's very easy. And nowadays, of course, the older she gets, she kind of stays uh, doing her thing. Uh, mm -hmm. She likes, she loves her phone as most teenagers do. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just, I'm so lucky that I don't have to really worry about any craziness that she would potentially get into because she's, you know, she's a good kid. Mm -hmm. mm, that's great. Oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> does she live with you full time? Yeah, she does. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah, she's she's great. She loves Starbucks a little too much. Oh my god, same. Uh, yeah, but I mean, who who doesn't? I guess. Even Luca, she likes Luca. He looks at hot chocolate. <laughs> she likes brownie more than a uh, more than anything. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh, but no, she's she's good. And um, I just want to make an announcement. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. Alex, I actually just got your package. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. So. Uh, so that there you go. You've been worried about it, and and uh, but um, and I've got something I still have to send you. So sorry. What? Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, oh. you, if you're sending my kid Canadian Kit Kats, I got something. <laughs> oh my god! 
Well, guys, this might be the pop tarts you were hoping for. <gasps> yes, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. We're getting pop tarts. <laughs> The, the American one. Oh my yes. god. Oh, oh my yes. god. This is great news. This is, that's the best news I've had all week. You know? Alan was like, Can we ask Jay for some <laughs> pop tarts? And I was like, Yeah, I'll ask. I'd had yeah, it, I'll, but I was getting to I'll it. I'll send you guys anything. Uh, Alex has already sent me a my sweater, and she's like, Hey, you want to try some Canadian chocolate? I was like, Don't I? <laughs> so. Um, so awesome. she hooked it up with some, uh, I mean, they're really good and I, you know, obviously don't have an opportunity to get those. And so she's been hooking it up with, uh, you know, a little, we've been doing a little cultural exchange and so I, I want to return the favor I and so I'm going to, I'm going to help you guys out. That's fantastic. Thank you. I'm really excited so here. Like breakfast just became like a hundred <laughs> times better right now. Actually any meal. You know? I'm dead. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I I had these two lovelies here show up uh, by surprise at the end of uh, the day of my birthday a week ago or so, and Alex goes like, "Guess what I have here?" She had two packages of cookie dough <laughs> pop tarts from the states, and she has been raving about it since yeah. since we we started, you know, doing our these little online uh, uh, just just hanging out for months, and just hearing <laughs> that, just like, oh my god, like this is it. It's the moment. Like Jay, they're to die for. They're ridiculous. They're so oh yeah, I actually see. You guys can't because I haven't had them, and I'm having sit. I haven't sit right next to me. No oh, boy. So oh. don't make me open that box up. No. Okay. Wait. It. Okay. Open the box and eat one. Like they're that good. How have you never had a chocolate chip cookie dough pop tart? I don't know. I'm more of a chocolate person myself, so I guess that's it. Just never thought, you know, never creeped into my mind, but. I, I what I'll do is I'll just send you this one because this one's like the nice big box oh. and I'll just get like a, a regular oh. size box for myself. Oh, nice okay. big box! What is going on here? Okay. Oh, my mouth is salivating. What is? I'm happening? not gonna say no, yeah. but you know. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Let's. Yay. We're gonna bring it back on topic. Here. <laughs> uh, this was a great segue. This has. So, yeah, has been. Has been. Yeah. I love that. And guys, just remember, this is not a paid advert, you know, from uh, Pop-Tarts here. You know, hey, the Pop-Tart. Sponsor us. Yeah. American <laughs> Pop-Tart. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys aren't going to say no if they, no, they decide. No, 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 no. Like any... <laughs> never. <laughs> no. oh, okay. Hey, you never know what happens. You never know. Um, Jay, tell us some, oh some future aspirations. You told us about your work, you know, um, any new hobbies, you know, plans for the future. like. Tell us, man. Well, I mean, I'm very happy where I am professionally, and I'm just looking forward to getting the my main passion project to a point where I can give uh, baseball fans something that they can look forward to there. Um, mostly um, this year in 2021, I wanted to do more reading. And of course, I found a book club where I'm going to be able to do that. A anything that I have uh, kind of goal-wise, um, I'm feeling pretty good about. And so – Mainly, it's just kind of maintaining the course. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously I have, um, you know, I want to help you guys out. Uh, anything that you need. And, uh, and you know, do I care if I gain more clients? Not really. I'm kind of happy where I'm at with that because mm -hmm. it's all freelance stuff anyway. You know, I'm, I went to school for it, but I never really wanted to be a professional graphic artist. Mm -hmm. I never liked the idea of being under somebody else's timetable. And, uh, you know, at least for most of my working life. And so 
And so I'm very happy. I, I think freelance, if, if people can afford to do it, you hear the term starving artist. And that's true. Mm-hmm. If, in fact, I wanted to do that as a profession, uh, I decided not to go that route. And so I'm, I'm super happy to just be able to take on the clients that I want, do mm-hmm. the projects that I want. And uh, if I don't feel like doing anything, I just don't, you know, and so it's, yeah. uh, you know, if I, if I just want to sit at my computer and watch a YouTube or something, I can just do that instead. And so it's great to be able to have the, that freedom. Um, and again, you know, you guys are the easiest clients in the world. So it's super easy to just make something, you know, um, now the process is a little bit weird because like, and, and you know, we haven't really dove into the process or anything like that, but like, Sometimes I'll get really bad about like my mindset for work or something. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have this weird thing about everything being perfect in order, you know, for my mind to be creative. Like for example, like Alex will send me a message and ask how everything's going. I'm like, well, it'd be going a lot better if I had sorted my mail or if I put my sweater away instead of throwing it on the couch or something like that. Like, like we we have this weird thing, the the you know, creatives about like getting into the correct mindset. But I mean, it's it's pretty simple and it's you know, you create a template and you just kind of add to that. And uh, again, you guys, I, I, I could see myself doing this for you guys forever because it's not difficult to do. Very easy clients. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, Alex would be like, well, you know, this is what they wanted. This is what they were talking about. And the way I described it to you wasn't correct or something. I'm like, well, <laughs> Nice job taking the fall there, but you can blame them every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, uh, but really it is easy uh, to, to work with you guys. And, uh, and I look forward to continuing. Likewise, man. Likewise. Yes. Oh, that's so cute. But you know what? Like, it's really funny because sometimes I'll like, we talk about something and then I'll tell you what we've kind of like agreed upon. And then I'll send Luca and Alan the picture. And then they're like, Oh, but there's just like this little thing. Could we change this? And then this is where it comes into the, like, Oh my God, I, I don't want to message him again. We feel so bad. So I'm like, Oh, um, by the way, can we like not do that? And so I'm, I feel so bad, but you know, you don't have to justify like <laughs> if it's not the way that you guys want. That's that's what it's for. I mean, <laughs> like I said, you guys are are not nightmare clients. You're great, and uh, I I don't mind doing revisions. Uh, so if, if Alex feels bad, guys, then you know just tell her, hey, he said it's cool. So yeah. don't, don't worry about it. Well, now I know it's cool. We'll we know. Oh, you, you knew before. <laughs> it, it's it's but okay. I still you knew felt bad. You know, that's just because you're nice. That's that's I'm all Canadian. that is. Exactly. You're Canadian. Blame that's it on the culture. Thing. Blame it on our hippy dippy school program where we're coming from. You know, mm-hmm. human relations mm-hmm. here. You know, shout out to Concordia. You know, much love, much love. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I'll, I'll, oh, everything okay there, Alex? Um, my brothers are acting like animals. So oh, one moment. Okay. We really need to get video so people could see these reactions. <laughs> yeah. Once we get video, I'm literally going to have to control my facial expressions. I am so <laughs> bad. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, one of the things that I wanted to say about you keep saying that we're a really easy client. But what I love is that I'll pull out the raunchiest, nastiest looking sketches ever because I have no artistic talent. But then I just take a picture, I send it to Jay, and I'm like, can you do something with that? And then, boom, we get something really great. So I'm like, 
I, I love this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like our logo, we were like, okay, we want the A and the R in a circle. And I made it look really wonky looking. And then like Alan said, within, I don't know, like 10 minutes, we had four different options. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Well, you know, it's it doesn't always happen that way. It just happened that way this time. I mean, there, <laughs> there's going to be, it really depends on the, on the project. Like sometimes I'll be talking to a potential client and by the time the conversation is over, I already know what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. those are the ones you love. You know, it's not always going to be that way, but then I love when it happens because I'm excited to get to work and they're often surprised mm-hmm. like you guys by how quickly it's completed. You know, it, but sometimes I'll sit and think on it for several days before I start working and then I'll be at the grocery store or something and it will just hit me. And then at that point, I won't sleep until it's done. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I operate. But with you guys, this particular instance, it, it was just like, OK, I know exactly what they're looking for. <laughs> and and sometimes a client will be like, well, I want this, this and this. And, and the back of my mind was like, no, you don't. You don't want that. You know, <laughs> like this is what you really want. And then like I'll send it to them. and It'll be like, oh, no, this is what I was looking for. And then they'll end up going back to the original anyway. And I'm like, OK, well, OK, I'll create like three or four more things for you. But you're going to go back to the original. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're going to end up going. And, and so I'm not trying to say that I know what my client wants more than I do. But I know what my client wants more than they do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just depends. Uh, especially the ones, you know, there's a, there's an account that I follow on Instagram and they're always kind of making fun of the client artist, uh, type of dynamic because some of them are like, Oh, can you, can you change this and this and can you do this? And, and they show like a, a car with four different, it's, it's pieced together, but four different cars, mm-hmm. like this is what the client asked for, you know? And, uh, and so that's kind of like how a lot of clients are where they, they want the stuff that doesn't fit together. And, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what they want and that's what they ask for. And if they're paying for it, then okay, fine. But I don't want to put my name on that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, and so, but you guys, uh, you know, first of all, I really like, you know, the ideas that you guys come up with. And I think it's just easy for me to put that on paper because you are very clear in your instructions uh, for the most part. And, uh, and your, you know, the original concept is, is there. I mean, Alex is always going to bomb on her own drawing and everything, but I get what's there. I I get what it's supposed to be. And Mm. and that's good enough. Uh, That's my job is to make it look pretty, not yours, you know? So uh, your job is just to be able to, to, to give me your vision. And I hope that, uh, I've executed that to, to your liking. And I hope that, that we are able to continue to, to do stuff like that because I, I really enjoy being able to send something and, and for you guys to say, you know what, that's, that's on, on spot. That, that's exactly what we mm-hmm. want. And so Every time. I, I love it. I, I just, I just love being able to do that and to work with you guys like that. I feel it, man. And, and same here. Absolutely. No, it really is. It really is. And you said uh, this is tying into like I mean, what comes down the road and having our hopes and our dreams. Um, one thing that we were talking about before tonight's episode, I just threw it out here. But I says, I mean, once this whole thing is done, we, we got to meet you in person, man. So either you're coming up here or we're going down there. Or we meet somewhere in the middle, but we, we should have we should have a meetup, have the whole alpha team together. Uh, that'd be wonderful uh, just to be able to meet you guys and hang out and you know, we're not going to be in the time that we are in forever. Nope. Uh, nope, nope. So there, there's going to be a time where we're able to freely travel uh, mm-hmm. again. And uh, and it would be great. I've actually haven't been to Montreal. So I think that would be wonderful to to do that. 
and um and it, i think it'd be a good time i think that you know you guys uh clearly have a very good rapport and uh and everything and you know me and alex had gotten along so quickly and, and so easily and and by proxy you guys it's just i think it fits you know i think that it, we're really good uh working partners and uh i think that that's the next natural step for us to have an opportunity to hang out a little bit it, man you said it <laughs> alex is just going google gaga here it's beautiful <laughs> i i love the energy coming yeah. over, over there you just full of energy alex i love that thank you i'm just very excited <laughs> So before we end off this episode, we just got one last thing to ask you. So we have an episode about Be Your Own Alpha, which is our our, our campaign where our hoodies that are dropping about, you know, being yourself. You know, we're all um, we're all systems on our own journey. And it's about trusting your 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 process and um, embracing who you are and being unique. Um, so we just want to ask you just to end off this episode. What does it mean to you to be your own alpha? Well, it means to to kind of march to the beat of your own drum. I think that's, that's really good way to say it. Um, you know, you do what you love and you do what you, you know, you're not going to get good at something by just uh, doing it one time and do well, oh, I suck at this, you know, <laughs> like you, you have to practice, you have to work hard. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to do your best and you have to, even if you get discouraged, which everybody's going to on their journey, um, mm -hmm. you know, be able to pick yourself back up. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's very important to have friends and family who are there for stability, but ultimately it's up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be the one to want it. Mm -hmm. And if you are, and you put in the hours, you work hard enough, then you're going to do, you're going to accomplish whatever you want. Look at you guys. Mm -hmm. um, you're doing this podcast, you know, and a lot of roadblocks in the way when you're starting out doing something like this. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but look what you're doing now. You know, you have awesome American guests on, you know, <laughs> and, number one. And you're, you know, you're obviously building your brand mm -hmm. and you're, you're making this thing work and uh, I couldn't be happier for you. And, and I think that's what that, that's what that is. You guys are the definition. Um, wow. Like, wow. Claps. Thank you. Claps all around. Beautiful. That was well said. Wow. Very articulate. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap up this episode here. Thank you, Jay, uh, once again for cutting on this episode. Um, you know, it was a pleasure to have you, and it's been a pleasure to work with you. Yes. And um, you know, uh, all our work right now, you see on Instagram, pretty much has been made from him and um, mm -hmm. his uh, graphic design design skills. So thank you again for um, all your hard work, and we're excited to keep on working um, going forward. If you're listening on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, turn on post notifications. If you're on other platforms, hit that follow button, follow us on Instagram um, for the hoodies and for following uh, our, our coming up episodes. Um, and to end off this episode, let's have Jake outro it here. We are Alpha Relations, driving change forward. Love it. Let's go. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Peace.